It's time to talk motorsport with our man Tom Randall, Tickford Racing's young gun, and as we welcome him to the show on this Thursday, Tommy, you're in the hot seat. You're driving this weekend. Woo! <laughs> How you going, guys? Yeah. Uh, first of all, it's a tough, tough week for Victoria. We've uh, unfortunately extended another lockdown, so... What do you do, guys? What do you do? <laughs> you just be uh, patient. You just be patient <laughs> and you try and recruit Mark McGowan as your premier. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should uh, relocate to Perth yeah. one of these days. What do you reckon? Oh, I think, yeah. Look, our, our thoughts <laughs> are with you in there in, in Victoria. I've got friends and family over there. Also those in Sydney who are in hardcore lockdown and well, unfortunately, they looked a gift horse in the mouth and it uh, blew up in their face a little bit. So, uh, look, we hope you, you can get through. Just tell us about, about your third appearance at Phillip Island Super Sprint. When does that take place? And you're driving the 55 Castrol Racing Ford Mustang in a wild card entry. How did that all play out? Look, I, I can't wait. It's, it's going to be fantastic. It is a shame that our third round got cancelled. It was going to be at Perth, actually, at the, for the Super Night, which was going to be an incredible event. But yeah, just due to what we just mentioned, uh, we we can't make it over there. So they've had to tweak the calendar for the championship and everything's been delayed significantly. And one of those changes has been the addition of the Phillip Island Super Sprint. And they've announced that the wildcards will be joining the main championship. So really stoked for, for all our partners and for myself that we get to be racing there and it's going to be the round leading up to Bathurst. So pretty much the perfect opportunity to just get that extra bit of seat mileage and race craft leading into our, our greatest race of the, of the year. Yeah, I did say this weekend, but that was only because I was incredibly excited. Um, just tell us a bit about uh, what do you have to do in the interim? I mean, how do you get in the seat? And none of the restrictions are under, but it is your workplace. So how do you get miles in the car or do you sit in one of those what are those things? One of those pretend ones? What, what are they Simulators. called? Are you sitting in the simulator? Yeah, I definitely sit in the simulator. I've actually, I run my own simulator business in Melbourne, but supercars also have their cash converters uh, A-series, which is starting in two weeks. So I'll be looking forward to getting in amongst that and do some virtual racing. That's but, not yeah, we, work, we Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> hey, that's Tommy. work. That's I, not. It might be. Big Tom, sweater, right? Tommy. It's not work. It's fun, fun, It's fun. We take it pretty seriously. <laughs> but, we, yeah, we can't, we can't go on tests, so that's, that's all we can do. All right, let's get, let's get our teeth. Well done on that anyway. Looking forward to it. And you, we'll uh, be holding up the banner for when you get out there, of course. Uh, the Victorian Circuit will host its first ever since 2019, the Bunnings Trade Island uh, Super Sprint across October 23-24. So that's the one you're gearing up for, the 23-24. October. Yeah, can't wait. So I wish it was this weekend, guys. Yeah, me too. I definitely wish it was, but uh, it'll be <laughs> worth the wait for sure. All righty. The hungry pile-up. Uh, chaos, wasn't it? Absolute chaos in the F1. Oh, I think uh, – I'm not sure whether Toto would want to get rid of Bottas now or want to retain him because he managed to wipe out both the Red Bulls. So <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be pretty happy. That's I, a done deal, isn't it? That's doors. a done deal. He, he's, he's going – George Russell's definitely going – to be uh, Lewis's uh, offsider and play his role. And when Lewis goes, you can almost just see it unfolding. Bottas has still got something to offer, but you'd think he might even go straight into a Raikkonen car or switch, switch straight back and, and go to Williams, uh, of course, the, sort of the understudies. I mean, you can, all, you can see it. It depends on how much Bottas wants to keep fighting for it. 
I think Toto would be looking at the future and and certainly George Russell has everything really. I mean, he he even did the the 2022 tyre test only a couple of days after with the team and he, he did that one-off appearance with them and he he was putting it up against Bottas. I think he was leading the race last year back in at, at Bahrain. So certainly it would be unsurprising to all of us, Goss, when when they announce it, I think that's the case. So it'd be interesting to see where Bottas lands, but I'm 99% sure that it'll be George Russell in that seat for 2022. No doubt. Now, a former F1, I think it's the former F1 man, I'm talking about Marcus Ericsson. He, uh, he won the Nashville IndyCar race. Is that the same cat? It is the same cat. Yeah, that's his second win of the year. And, and for those that might have missed it, he was airborne about six laps into the race after going over the back of Sebastian Bourdais. And we all thought, nah, he's, he's done. He had to pit for a new front wing. Then he got a drive-through penalty for causing the collision. And we thought there's no chance. And he ended up winning the damn race. So <laughs> just shows that persistence pays off. And the race was went for over three hours. There was multiple cautions, a red a red flag period, and and it, it pretty much had everything in it. So was was certainly impressive to see that he somehow managed to win the race. Yeah, it wasn't great for Will Power and Scotty McLaughlin. Indy Par, uh, Indy Car, of course, the doubleheader Indianapolis. Uh, it's the it's the it's the or how they describe what's a, what's a road course? Explain that to us. So, at, well, the road course is like for, for whatever we do here in Australia. We've got Bathurst, Phillip Island. They're all road courses. You've got braking zones, left and right hand corners, essentially. And then you've got the oval courses, which are just the, the big banks gotcha. ovals. And you go either all the way in uh, in one way in anti-clockwise or clockwise. So, yeah, this weekend, like you said, Goss, is the doubleheader for the NASCAR Cup Series and Xfinity Series and also IndyCar. So I think McLaughlin will be looking to yeah get on top of some, you know, displeasing results. But the last few have sort of been out of, out of his control. I mean, Will Power actually came together with, with Scotty on the weekend. So a bit of a shame for him. And, and you know, he's, he's shown that he's had top 10 pace, but he just needs to try and get the, the race results now, which he knows how to do. So looking forward to seeing him go well this weekend. Talking with Tommy Randall in our motorsport segment, of course, uh, Tickford Racing's Tom Randall, of course. Now, just in regards to the MotoGP, I tuned in the other day. There was no no Formula One, so I, I tuned, in, tuned into that. That was absolutely madness. Uh, our man, Jack Miller, slow to start in the first race. In the second one, he got off the grid beautifully, had the lead early, but he is a dead set wet weather uh, rider. He just loves it when it's wet. Um, and he also was pretty unlucky. He was riding well at the time that he come, he copped a tumble late. Yeah, and it just goes to show how hard these guys are pushing. I mean, it, there's there's a balance, isn't there, really, between how hard you push and then how much you try and save the tyres because we saw in the Moto2, Remy Gardner put it on pole and he was he was out in front, had a really good start and then you know, the tyre, I don't know if he just didn't manage the tyres enough, but certainly dropped off and then he made that error into turn three, which he was actually quite lucky not to come off the bike. So managed to still record. I think it was a fourth place finish, but they're back again this weekend at the Red Bull ring. So this is their, the second round there in a row. So I think they're both, both the Aussies are, are going to look to try and change their fortunes, but you know, Miller's been quick yep. and that's no denying, no denying that fact. And he certainly is, as you said, he's a, he's a master in the wet. So maybe he's wishing for a bit of wet weather. Uh, either way, yeah, he, he just needs to, to get a few more results on the board. And, and I mean, the championship's looking pretty good for Quattarara at the moment. And then 
you know, we can see one Mears doing well and, and Jorge Martin on that Premac Ducati able to win on the weekend. So it just goes to show that that Premac is, is putting it up against the factory Ducatis at the moment. All righty, just a couple of quick ones before you go. Tell us a bit about the dashboard warnings. It has updated its dashboard warnings and, and some good news also that uh, the motorsport and the MotoGP, uh, we're going to still be able to see it if you've got paid TV and Foxtel. Well, that's fantastic that Foxtel's extended that for, for five years. I mean, it, it's just great that you can view every practice qualifying and race uh, with no, no interruptions, no ad breaks. That's kind of what every motorsport nuts dream is when you can't go there. And the, the dashboard warning system, I think, is a really good idea because the riders don't have direct communication with the, with the crew. It's just what they see on the pit boards as they drive past, but now they can get warnings. If How do they actually saw... read those pit boards? They're going, they're going 300 k's an hour. How do you actually see it and know that that's yours? <laughs> well, you normally practice. In the practice sessions, you, you get them to wave it out. You have it like a distinct, maybe it's got your nationality or your sure. name or something like that. We, we saw Ricardo. Played around with Lando Norris <laughs> with the the fifteen second penalty <laughs> on their practice day, so I'm sure Norris saw that pit board. But yeah, the, the warning system will be good because it'll just let the drivers know for something you know extraordinary or or something that they might need information on directly that that could impact the result of the race. So yeah, we've actually got in car warning systems in our supercars which show yellow flags. Uh, double wave yellow safety car and red flag periods and that's something that's been really good especially at Bathurst because there's quite a lot of blind corners over the top and that's been a really good safety feature that was introduced a couple of years ago. All righty so you're driving the number 55 Castrol Racing Ford Mustang as a wild card entry in October at Phillip Island as that wild card at the in the super sprint just when you're up on the dais right and when you're up on the dais don't forget us here at the Sporting Goss and SEN okay just remember who was with you when it all started on this journey that we were your we were waving the flags for you mate and we'll be there and uh, you know when you're national anthem and you're spraying the champagne just think of the Sporting Goss well, look, I was thinking, even if there was a, a conflict or a clash, I, I'd say just just call me while I'm on the track and we'll, we'll do a segment live. Woo-hoo! I think you know, that way <laughs> there's no issues, guys. Uh, you're a good man, Tommy Randall. Yeah. Hey, well done. Congratulations on that. Thanks for the chat and uh, stay safe over there in lockdown, mate. Everything will be okay. Patience. Yeah, no worries. And, yeah, stay safe, everyone. And, uh We're all in this together. Absolutely. Tommy Randall talking all things motorsport. He's a gun. Tickford Racing.